This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as Tony Shore, our co-host for today and as always, of course. Now, listeners out there, if you want to get some more information about what we're talking about today, feel free to give us a call anytime at 715 355 4445. And of course, if you'd like to visit the website to check out more information, that's a great resource as well. Retirewithbushka.com. We've got all sorts of great things out there, including the ability to go right onto our calendar and schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation in either our Wausau or Eau Claire office. Uh, Or of course, we can schedule that virtually if you would prefer. Now, um, you also want to make sure to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify, so that way you can be kept up to date on these new episodes as they come out. Um, And I have to say that right now I'm feeling pretty optimistic about things. You know, summer is just finally uh, showing its its head a little bit. You know, it's starting to get a little warmer. Uh, Life seems to be returning to something that resembles something closer to normal life uh, every day. And the economy seems to be holding somewhat steady for right now. So my optimism about the current state of affairs has me thinking about some fun things that we're looking forward to in the coming months. You know, things like ball games and backyard barbecues, uh, community festivals, and and, uh, weekend getaways. Uh, But, uh, of course, we've got a question for you. What do all those things have in common? Of course, they cost money. (laughs) And if you aren't careful, some of them can end up costing a whole bunch of money. So on today's show, we're going to be discussing how you can have a lot of fun in the coming months while sticking to the kind of budget that's going to keep you on track for the kind of retirement that you really want. But before we get into talking about having some fun while also keeping your wallet happy, let's make sure to say hello to everyone here with me today. Uh, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Cole. Wow. Uh, An optimistic outlook from Cole today. I like it. (laughs) I like it. And how to have fun. Now, you use the B word, budget. But, hey, saving money is always good. So I guess I'll forgive that one for now. But, yeah, (laughs) I've had a great week. You know, the problem is last weekend my wife wanted a bunch of uh, landscaping and yard work done in our backyard. Uh, So I had to dig and move a lot of uh, rocks and dirt and put down lawn soil and plant grass seed, all this stuff. And in doing all this, I found out I have a, a pretty bad allergy. Oh, uh, okay. I, yeah, I'm allergic to hard work. Manual, <laughs> manual labor. Me too, Tony. So Me I've too. got that allergy, <laughs> that manual labor allergy. But uh, seriously, it felt good to get it done and... Uh, a happy wife, a happy life. She's happy with the work that was done. 
but I've I've kind of been aching uh, some body aches and back aches this week from all that uh, digging and stuff like that. But how about you, Sue? What have you been doing? Have you been getting outside at all? Oh yeah. Well, we're working on our yard as well, of course. You sure. know, being we built a new home, so it's um, lots of outdoor work, <laughs> yeah. planting and putting up a fence, and it's just a lot of work. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. So, it, but it, it other is. than that, I've been I've been great. Weather is looking beautiful, especially today, and it's yeah. looking next week. It's supposed to be in the seventies, so I can take that. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Absolutely. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait for summer. Well, Cole, you've been doing well. I assume you've been really busy, haven't you? Well, I, you know, I've also been doing the same thing, you know, working outside and, and putting, uh, you know, putting our yard in because, of course, I also built a house at the same time. So we're all doing the same stuff right now, Tony, all getting Excellent. outside and gardening and landscaping and doing all that fun stuff before summer really hits and uh, it gets a little too warm to be <laughs> right. doing all that manual labor. Right. 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 And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have been as well. And, you know, um, on the show before, uh, we, we talk about these things, but it, the only thing I love more than going out to concerts or going on a road trip is doing it in a way that doesn't break the bank. So right. I've learned that with a modest amount of planning, you can do a lot of things you love uh, without uh, torpedoing your financial strategy or your budget. Well, during our first segment, um, we'll use a nicely done smart asset article entitled 12 Affordable... Never mind. What did you call me? (laughs) (laughs) What did you? (laughs) Okay. Well, um, all right. So during our first segment, uh, we'll use a nicely done smart asset article in entitled 12 Affordable Ways to Have Fun on a Tight Budget to Fuel Our Conversation. Now, the article first suggests finding local events to enjoy. Now, there's community festivals, concerts. Um, concerts in the park, sporting events. The summer months are absolutely the prime time of the year for all these activities. And the best part is, is many of them are either free or they have very low admission prices. You're right. And, and you know, on a lot of previous shows, you've talked about how important it is to avoid social, uh, social isolation during retirement. And to that end, we've noted that getting out, supporting the community, that's a great way to prevent isolation and stay involved in attending local public events, which are often organized and run by volunteers, is a great way to support your community. And you can even volunteer at these events. So if there is a cost, it's waived at that time. So getting out of the house, having a good time, I agree with you. I think that's key. Well, and and you couldn't be more right there. And especially after the last year and a half that we've all had, you know, I think everybody feels a little socially isolated at this point. So so I think that that, that's an excellent point. And for many of us, you know, going out to restaurants is another way to enjoy some of the more relaxing summer months, especially when you consider how many restaurants have great outdoor seating areas nowadays. Uh, And let's face it, a couple of sandwiches, a dessert and a few drinks aren't necessarily cheap nowadays. Uh, But here's where a little internet search can really come in handy. You may be able to find some coupons as well as uh, determine which local restaurants have specials on any given night. Uh, For example, some restaurants have, you know, uh, all you can eat Friday night fish fries. Um, And if you have kids or grandkids, check out kidsmealdeals.com. 
Now, that website helps you find places where kids can either eat free or at a pretty significant discount. And uh, you'd be surprised at how quickly kid-friendly discounts can add up. Well, yeah, definitely. And I keep an eye out for restaurants that have midweek specials or specials during the day designed to get folks to come in on what typically are slower times. And especially if you're retired, that works out great. Uh, What do you have for us next, Sue? Well, I'm a big fan of movies, so the article's advice to seek out low-cost movies is right up my alley. Now, many communities have movies in the park each week during the summer. Generally, there's no admission, or you just bring a lawn chair or a blanket and enjoy a movie under the stars. Now, there's often a concession stand, so um, you can even have a bag of warm popcorn if you'd like. Now, also, if you're a frequent moviegoer, don't discount the importance of matinees because the price difference between matinees and nighttime shows is another big thing that can really add up quickly. Oh, yeah, it can. And a lot of theater chains, though, also have reward programs that allow you to accumulate points, and then you can use those for discounted tickets or free goodies at the concession stand. And that does add up. I mean, the $100 pop, large popcorn and pop. Uh, at the Absolutely. <laughs> None of that stuff is cheap. That's no. We all know that's where they make their money, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you got to have it. You got to have right. the large butter popcorn. So uh, it, that's it always wouldn't a be a movie idea. without it. <laughs> right. Now, uh, for those out there who do enjoy arts and culture, uh, there's also plenty of great ways to have fun enjoying those things while sticking to your budget. Uh, Check out the local paper or uh, its website to look at what museums or concert halls or conservatories and theaters and, and maybe even art centers are currently offering. And many have days when seniors and kids are free or discounted. Some even have occasional days when admission is free for everybody. Wow. Yeah. And that, that again is a great idea. And any way uh, to support local art venues, even if you're there at a discounted rate, will, you know, support the kind of attractions that makes your community stronger and more enjoyable as well. So it's a double bonus. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> in La La Land over yeah, here, whatever. not paying any attention oh, to I'm what's that's right, Tony, and organizing backyard events, it's another great way to have summer fun without spending too much money. Um, you can invite the neighborhood over for flag football tournament, or how about hosting your coworkers for a cornhole tournament? I mean, you can even throw some hot dogs and brats on the grill without spending a ton of money. Wow, yeah, and that's another good thing. Boy, outdoor barbecues with uh, neighbors. <laughs> Yum. Yeah, right. Now you're talking my language. I can smell it now. I might have to go grab something to eat here in a minute. Uh, but uh, we should probably let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. Absolutely. Well, they can give us a call anytime, Tony, at 715-355-4445, or they can visit our website, which is retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. And of course, there's all sorts of resources on the website, and you can also book your complimentary no-obligation consultation right on our calendar. Right there at the website, you just click that yellow Book Now button, and that'll take you right to our calendar so you can schedule uh, at, at whatever date and time is convenient for you. 
Right. And I think that's a great that you're offering that no cost, no obligation consultation. So listeners, pick up the phone. Sue and Cole would love to talk with you. Uh, make sure you're on the right path to having a successful financial plan and retirement income plan. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking and our host Sue and Cole after this. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And you guys have been talking about ways that we can bring, bring a lot of fun and adventure to our lives this summer without destroying the budget. And I think it's been a fun and timely show. What do you have next for us? Well, Tony, when we talk to our clients about what's really important to them, especially in retirement, travel is often the first thing they tell us. And with very good reason, because we live in a great, big, fascinating world. And thanks to air travel, even far-flung parts of the world are more reachable than, you know, they've ever been. So for the rest of today's show, we're going to talk specifically about travel and how you can explore your region and the world, both this summer and for years to come, without straying outside of your financial strategy. Now, I thought this would be an intriguing and useful topic for our listeners after reading an article from The Budget Travel, and it's entitled, The 25 Absolute Best Money-Saving Travel Tips Ever. Now, the first topic the article addresses, finding a reasonably priced hotel room is a big one. Now, the trick is not to snap up the first reasonably priced room you come across during your research. Right. And you know what? I think that uh, it's a little counterintuitive, though, because, I mean, hotel rooms are expensive, especially if you want something on the nicer side. So my question then is, why not snatch up the right room at a price you're comfortable with right away? Well, that'd be a fair question, Tony. And I think the answer comes down to one word, location. Uh, So let's say you're Uh, going to Washington, D.C., as an example. Uh, and you're going for a few days of sightseeing and, and you find a great room at even a greater price uh, and it's 50 miles outside the city. Now, you know, all the things that you want to see and do are right in the heart of D.C., easily accessible on foot and very uh, and also a very short trip via the metro. Uh, but if you're 50 miles outside of the city, suddenly you have to figure out how to get into the city. Uh, You know, do you rent a car and drive all the way in? Do you take Ubers from your hotel to the nearest metro station? So if you only have a few days to explore a history-rich city like D.C., do you want to lose two or three hours every day getting in and out of the city? Now, you should certainly open your laptop and get to work finding the room that you want at a budget-friendly price, but at the same time, you should also factor location into your equation because of those types of costs. Right, and... You know, obviously, you do need to take that into consideration if you're going to be in a down, especially D.C., you're right. You don't want to get a room just because it's cheaper uh, 30 or 40 miles out of the city when everything you want to see is right there. That's that's a great point. 
Now, uh, rental car fees and Uber rides add up quickly, and they can end up making what you'd save on that hotel room a wash, right, Sue? Yeah, that's right, Tony. And the next thing you'll want to do is get is not to get too caught up on the idea that there's a best day to buy your airline tickets. Because the common rule of thumb is that you should buy your tickets about two months before your intended departure date. And while that's often a good bet, it's not always the way to go. Airlines often adjust their rates with little notice due to a litany of factors, some of which are obvious and some of which are obscure. Now, if you're a frequent traveler, keep a regular eye on rates. So, for example, if you think you may want to go to Paris in a year or two, check out the rates every day to get a sense of what's the average. And also follow the major airlines on social media because you can sign up for reward clubs and subscribe to their newsletters so that you get first crack at a special offer. Right. And for me, buying my airline ticket and getting that done is a relief because then I've got a huge part of the trip planned and locked in. Right. And if you're going to be using a rental car on that trip, you should consider booking the smallest car available with a pickup time that's also as early as possible. Now, the article explains that it's generally the early arrivers who get the free upgrades. So if you arrive early, it's likely that many previously rented cars won't have been returned yet, which means if the compact that you've selected isn't available, you're likely going to get an upgrade into a bigger car at the same price because rental companies are obligated to supply you with a vehicle at the price that you agreed to. Okay, that's really good. And that's a great breakdown of uh, things like when to book airline tickets. But do some of these same principles apply to booking a cruise? I know we probably have listeners out there who like taking cruises. Oh, they certainly do uh, to a certain degree, Tony. With a cruise, your best play is to book very early or very late. Now, let me explain. If you book a cruise six months to a year before you depart, there will most likely be numerous rooms available with little demand, which means really good prices. Now, as the departure date draws closer, more people begin to book, thus driving up the prices. So however you look shortly before the departure date, you may find a room at a truly great rate as the cruise company begins applying steep discounts in an effort to fill whatever rooms they have left after demand has flatlined. Well, yeah, and I think we have have enough time maybe for one more piece of advice before we go to break here, Cole. Sure, Tony. How about this one? If you're booking an all-inclusive resort, make sure to be aware of any hidden resort fees. Uh, things like towels at the pool, Wi-Fi, newspapers, and more that you thought were part of that all-inclusive price may in fact show up as extra charges on your bill. So before you book, make sure you understand what's actually included in that all-inclusive label. Well, yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. But uh, sometimes you got to watch out. Those other things can add up. Now, our time is up for this segment. So let's chat more about this after the break. Listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole right after this. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At Pushka Retirement Solutions, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 715 355 
888-888-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, uh, give them a call. Cole, what's that number? They can give us a call anytime at 715-355-4445. All right. And we've been embracing the fact that, hey, summer's nearly here. And uh, with it, there's some options for outdoor fun and travel. But uh, that comes with expenses. It costs money. So you guys have been highlighting some ways we can enjoy our lives uh, while sticking to our financial strategies and keeping our retirement on track. How do you want to get this segment rolling? Well, the next uh, great piece of advice from the budget travel article entitled the 25 absolute best money saving travel tips ever is to strongly consider vacation home rentals because if a week at an oceanfront house is $1,400, that's not exactly budget traveling, right? So I mean, that's $200 a night, but dig in a little deeper. What if it's you and your spouse and some of your kids and grandkids for a total of 10 people? Well, suddenly that $1,400 price tag isn't so out of whack, especially when you compare it to what's a week's worth of hotel rooms that would cost for 10 people. And then when you throw in the fact that a vacation home almost always certainly has a full kitchen, which means fewer trips to restaurants. Well, all of a sudden, that initial sticker shock isn't so shocking. Right. And my biggest takeaway when it comes to budget-friendly traveling is to not skip the details. Because just like you explained, Sue, a price tag may actually come with a fair bit of nuance. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, Tony, because earlier in the show, we used the example of traveling to Washington, D.C., and referenced using that city's very user-friendly metro train system. Now, I'm a huge proponent of taking advantage of mass transit when you're traveling because the savings are is considerable. Right, and I, actually, when I went to Washington, D.C., I actually rode the metro for most of our travel while we were there. So I know that, uh, that that is a good example. You can currently buy an unlimited seven-day pass uh, for the metro for $58. Uh, and if all of your metro trips will be to and from the sites in the heart of the city, then you can buy a seven-day short-trip metro pass for only $38. So clearly, there's no way uh, that you could get the same number of trips in a rental car or a taxi or an Uber or a lift for anywhere near those kind of prices. Well, right. And well, huge public train systems like New York City subway can be complicated at first. The smaller systems like DC, San Fran, they don't take very long to get the hang of. Well, that's very true. And in my experience, New York subway is pretty manageable if you get online and map out where you're going and are aware of your stops. And the other great thing about New York is that New Yorkers are very proud of their city. And in my experience, they're willing to point you in the right direction if you were to ask. And speaking of places like New York, don't forget that many of the world's greatest and most visited museums are modestly priced. And some like the Smithsonian system in Washington, D.C. are free. Many museums that do have an admission price have certain days that are discounted or they're even free. So while free admission at museums isn't a factor you're likely to build a trip around, it is something to be aware of during your planning process. 
Well, yeah, and boy, you mentioned Smithsonian's. I can't I tell you how much I love those Smithsonian museums in D.C., uh, and they're either free or very low cost. I'm always struck by how amazing it is to have that experience for so little money. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I really enjoyed them, too. I, I know I spent a lot of time there when I took yep. my trip out there. Um, so I'm right there with you. But I think that uh, you could also toss national and state parks into that same category. Now, while national parks like Yellowstone, for example, have an admission price that's usually uh, per vehicle and have hotels and lodges that are uh, a little on the higher side, when you factor in the totality of your experience and the memories that you're making, it is fair to say that your overall expense is pretty nominal. Well, sure. And during my own travels, I've occasionally taken advantage of those package deals. Do you have anything to add or an opinion as to whether that's a smart move? Oh, it does, Tony, and you're you most likely made a wise move with a package deal because it's no secret that airlines and hotels will do just about anything they can do to fill their seats and rooms. Now, advertised package deals will almost certainly include great prices on airline tickets and hotel rooms, but that isn't where the perks end. Often, package deals include things like meals, guided tours, and ground transportation. So not only can package deals potentially save you some cash, they they can also make the planning process a lot less stressful. Sure. Yeah, and that's that's the key right there. And I've learned a lot so far today. I'm already dreaming about visiting some of the world's greatest cities since we've been talking about this. Well, we're certainly glad to hear that, Tony. But uh, don't just focus on the world's great cities. Some of the most interesting places you can travel to are smaller towns and cities. Um, These smaller communities have historical downtowns and main streets, craft breweries, art galleries, little museums, and outstanding restaurants that feature local ingredients and recipes. And the best part? The hotels and other price tags in in these communities are often considerably less than some of those major cities out there. Yeah, that's a great point. I do love going to certain small towns and uh, doing that. Uh, That's great. There's so much to see out there. So hopefully our listeners can get out there, get traveling, but meet with a financial advisor, a financial services professional like yourselves, and make sure that your financial strategy is going to stay intact and your retirement strategy. Uh, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Cole, before we go? Well, Tony, just one more reminder for our listeners out there that when it comes to planning for these types of things like you just mentioned, you shouldn't do it alone. You should definitely work with a financial professional that has your best interests in mind and is held to that fiduciary standard to help you to put together the best possible plan uh, that will work for your unique situation. So give us a call at 715 355 4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to schedule your complimentary no obligation consultation with one of our advisors. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sue and Cole. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445. 
or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.